This is Fast Bible Teacher, a brief daily nugget of fresh Bible goodness from me, Pastor Frank Delala of the Savior Community Church in Rockland County, New York. You may remember in a recent episode yesterday that I said that I was going to be working through things a little quicker. I take it all back. There's too many good things in Jude verse 12 for me to try to speed this up at all. But remember, this isn't fast through the Bible, teacher. This is fast Bible teacher. It's brief. It doesn't mean we cover a lot of ground. So let's look at Jude verse 12. And uh, you're here for fresh Bible goodness, not not you know an, an, a brief nugget of fresh Bible goodness. That doesn't mean we're covering big parts. So anyway... Verse 12, these are hidden reefs at your love feasts as they feast with you without fear. Shepherds feeding themselves, waterless clouds swept along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn twice dead uprooted, wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. So here, these two verses, we have further description, and this really flows uh, right along with Jude 11, where he says, woe to them, and then he likens them to three uh, Old Testament characters, Cain, Balaam, and those who followed in Korah's rebellion. Then here, he just says bad things about them for these two verses. Now, there's a whole bunch of little phrases, he piles them up, and um, but actually, they fit rather nicely under five headings. So that's the way that I'm going to approach it. He says more than five things. But if you uh, phrase this, which I'm very fond of doing, and maybe I should do a little uh, screen uh, screencast on how to phrase things, but I use phrasing to, uh, to see the structure of every passage I look at. And if you phrase this one, I think correctly, ends up with five headings. They are one, hidden reefs at your love feasts, two, waterless clouds, three, fruitless trees, four, wild waves, and five, wandering stars. So let's look in the time we have left at this first one. They, these are hidden reefs at your love feasts. And then the next two phrases um, amplify that. He says, as they feast with you without fear, shepherds feeding themselves. So let's let's get into this. So he refers to them as hidden reefs. And now sometimes this is translated as uh, a stain on your luffy, something like that. Colin writes, the better meaning here is hidden rocks or reefs. The word was used to denote rocks in the sea, close to shore, covered with water, and so were dangerous to vessels. The point being, here they are... Um, gathered together as if Christians to receive the Lord's table. They're in Christian fellowship together, and they're like a reef that you can't see. And your ship, if, if, if you hit into it, if you strike it, it could sink your ship. So they're there among the people of God, feasting with the people of God, enjoying Christian fellowship, when really they are a huge danger that needs to be acknowledged inside of the Christian community. So it's not just that they're bad, they're dangerous. And, and this is why a letter like this gets written, because false teachers are not just something to be aware of um, and, and avoided. Uh, they're, they're something that needs to be chased out and identified and marked off. And it brings us back to this theme that Christians are often uncomfortable with confronting people who teach false doctrine. That's seen as sort of picky and nitpicky and curmudgeonly. Well, when it's serious false doctrine that leads people away from 
Christ, that false teacher becomes like a hidden reef. We're not talking about being disagreeable about minor secondary issues. We're talking about people who are misleading the body of Christ with regard to the primary issues of following Jesus as Lord. And so here they are. They're hidden there. They're very dangerous. He says, they feast with you without fear, these hidden reefs who are at your love feasts. Uh, So they have either no reverence for for, uh, Christ and what they're doing, or maybe we could uh, see here some of the theology from 1 Corinthians 11, where Paul uh, warns against eating the Lord's uh, eating at the Lord's table in an unworthy manner. I'm not really sure either one fits quite well. They have no reverence for Jesus either way, and that's what it's about. And then he says, shepherds feeding themselves. Uh, this is an interesting one. I, I If you look at it, translation-wise, uh, literally, it just says themselves shepherding. Um, and so it, the translation feeding themselves is sort of uh, maybe implied by the context, but we'll pick up tomorrow what this self-shepherding is really all about. For show links and notes for my Sunday Sermon podcast and for the big show, A Frank Discussion with Jan Jacobs, go to fastbibleteacher.com.